So Israel has been responding to the Ukraine crisis since uh, two days after the full-scale Russian invasion. And today we operate across three countries, so in Moldova, Romania, and in Ukraine, and we have four offices. So in in, uh, Kishnau, Moldova, in Tulcha, Romania, in Odessa, and in Kiev. In Dnipro, uh, we are offering free psychological aid um, to survivors of the horrendous strike on a residential building that left 40 people dead, 75 injured, including 14 children, and with 30 people still missing at present. Um, the program was part of a mental health program that we developed alongside the Ukrainian Ministry of Health and a Ukrainian NGO called Barrier Free where we trained 60 psychologists in um, psychological first aid. Now, 20 of those psychologists are stationed across four hospitals in Dnipro, where they offer psychological support both to patients in the hospitals and to the doctors and the first responders who are also at enormous risk of burnout and um, need psychological support as well. So following the strike, we put out a call that all survivors of the strike, their families, et cetera, will receive free psychological support um, and free aid through this program that we set up. And in addition to that, we are sending through our uh, two logistics humanitarian hubs. We have one in Tulcha, Romania, and one in Odessa, Ukraine. We are sending um, physical aid, so food. The first shipment of food will arrive tomorrow. Um, and will be distributed to the families who lost their homes um, in the strike. And as needed, we're in constant communication with our partners in the city. We work through a network of 50 Ukrainian NGOs, uh, more at this point, um, that we partner with. And so we will be distributing winter items as needed, for example, to those, for example, perhaps to shelters and may need more blankets, more winter clothing um, to get through this. Is that the most pressing need at the moment for the people who have lost their home? Shelter and warmth? Shelter, warmth, food. Um, I think shelter and warmth are, as well as electricity, are universal needs across Ukraine right now. Um, Power grids are often unstable. So that means that heating is unstable. Um, And as you know, it is very cold in Ukraine. Now, yeah. the, the professionals you've trained there are working mm-hmm. now on the ground in Dnipro. You say mm-hmm. they are providing psychological first aid. Everyone knows about medical first aid. But what mm-hmm. exactly is psychological first aid? What help can they provide after this terrible traumatic attack over the weekend? Yeah, so um, as you know, Israel has quite a lot of experience in the importance of psychological first aid and trauma care. Now, we tend to think of people's physical needs in the moments after a disaster, but their psychological needs are just as important. And whether that's having somebody to talk them through the shock or having somebody to share their emotions with or having people intervene in order to help them manage the enormous stress that these situations put on people. And it's a critical element in building resilience and helping people get through the horrible moments so that they can continue to rebuild and that they can start thinking about rebuilding their lives and um, moving forward. Now, you are speaking to us from uh, Odessa. How would you sum up the uh, mood of the Ukrainian people at this juncture? Are they still resilient, still defiant, willing to fight on? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Um, I will say that it has been one of the most stunning and inspiring uh, things that I have ever seen. Um, you know, people find a way to carry on. They find a way to remain human. They find a way to rely on one another, to help one another. And the Ukrainian people are certainly, certainly um, determined to keep fighting and to get through this. Now, all the help and assistance your organization provides across Ukraine, are the people receiving it, are they aware it's from Israel? Are they aware that the people treating them and helping them are from Israel? Or or they just don't care as long as they get any kind of help? Um, No, I think they are aware. I think, um, you know, we are able to speak with people in the places we go. Our staff in itself is predominantly Ukrainian. And... People are aware of where the aid comes from. And, you know, we were in uh, Mykolaiv yesterday where we run a um, a water program. So after the city's water was cut off um, in the first weeks of the fighting, after an attack on Kherson, where the water originates from, um, we instituted a water program there. So we provided a water filtration system. And these are the water stations that people rely on. And so we were at the water stations yesterday. And people understood who we were. Um, We were told that people drive from other parts of the city to come to these water stations because they are the best tasting, cleanest water. I think people um, are in constant conversation as well with the people that, um, with the aid workers here. They're not strangers. They're often parts of the community. Um, So, yes, I think they do know where the aid comes from. Everyone we spoke to was very happy and very grateful. Um, And we're grateful to be there with them.